What's up, tailgaters? Welcome to Homefield Tailgate. Um, we're back where we talk about anything and everything college and more sports. Yeah, the uh, the theme is constantly developed as less and less college sports have been around, but we're excited y'all are back. Uh, we got a lot to talk about with the U.S. Open. We have Omaha, Ole Miss with a lot of success. We have NHL and the Stanley Cup and uh, more. We're excited y'all are here for another edition and uh, we'll get going pretty soon. Addison, what you been up to, man? Well, I watched the Golden State Warriors win a championship. You did? I've seen Top Gun. I hung out with my fiance. I went to Omaha. Now he's eating pasta. Now I'm eating pasta. I've been working. And working. Uh, that's it. Exciting. Yeah, just just the one pager. That's all we need. No details, just the facts. I love it. Well, I went to Omaha. Um, well, but we'll talk. We'll talk about that a lot more once we get to baseball. I feel like you know. Thomas, what have you been up to? Um. See, this weekend was kind of busy. Um, I went and saw a lot of my friends that um, I worked with previously. Uh, just to say bye before I leave Dallas. And then one of my best friends from college came into town this weekend for a wedding. So hung out with him a lot. It was really good seeing him and just packed a lot. So I think you can see the boxes in my room. There's like four more outside. So just kind of getting ready to move back to Birmingham. That's about it. It was good. Virtue, how was St. Petersburg? St. Peter's was St. Petersburg. St. Pete. Um, It was good. It was good. I took a a week, kind of went home. Took some vacation. It was great. Watched some Bolts games, which I'll get into later with the NHL. Um, slept, watched some good TV shows, got tan, all the good stuff. So it was, it was great. Had a good Father's Day um, with my dad. And yeah, so pretty great. What TV watched shows are you golf. watching? What? So what TV shows are you watching? Um, this summer, I turned pretty. It's on uh, Amazon Prime and it is... Okay. So good. Okay. Don't think y'all would want to see it. Maybe you would, but um, it's, it's pretty good. What's the plot? Um, what? Oh, it's uh, two moms. They're like, they both have their own families. And so two families, um, the moms are best friends. And then they have one family has two boys and one family has a boy and a girl. And the girl finally like hits 16 and she's like, pretty or whatever so the boys start like are like oh they kind of like her and anyway it's really cute and she kind of falls in love with them and then what the boys are like 17 and 18 or maybe like 16 and 17 so she falls in love with multiple boys yeah sounds like the bachelor but not not at once oh you just have to watch it it's just so cute but, no, I don't think I'll watch it, but I'll take your word for it. It's really good. Um, yeah. So watch that. I really want to watch. Have y'all seen Designated Survivor? My I've dad is like obsessed with that it's show. It's oh, hold on a second. I think I've seen it's that. Good. It's good the first couple seasons, and then Netflix Netflix buys it. And it's oh, it's awesome. Season one yeah. and season two are really, really good. 
It's got Keeper Sutherland in it, who is Jack Bauer from 24. And if you haven't seen 24, you yes, know, I've seen 24. 24. I grew up watching 24. Same. It was like the one time when I was younger where I could stay up past nine o'clock and it was pretty elite on Mondays. Wow. But That's great awesome. show. <laughs> Anyways, uh, speaking of great things, the US Open was this weekend. Um, nice. It was super. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm kind of working on the transition. Better transition than I, than I have. Yeah, you know, it's okay. Someone's got to do it. Um, anyways, Matt Fitzpatrick finished uh, six under to win it all, uh, but that's not really the big story when it comes to golf right now. The Live, the Live Tour uh, recently took away Brooks Kepka um, today, actually, which is absolutely insane. That's their eighth top 50 overall golfer to join their tour. Um, is that Addison the Saudi Arabia tour? Yes. I asked my dad about it and he said they're mercenaries, so he's not a huge fan of it, but you know, um, they're continuing to see a lot of success and I mean, if they continue to get these type of, you know, major win tour guys onto their tour, like we'll see what happens with the PGA. Addison, what are you kind of thinking? Someone made a good point to me earlier that it's what it all it's doing right now is watering down both leagues. Yeah. Because it's just making it's just spreading out the competition where it's not all compact into one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, that's a big thing that, that I started thinking about. I was like, yeah, that's true. Um, also Brooks doesn't care about golf outside of the majors anyways. He yep. said that in an interview this week. Yep. He did. He doesn't think that, you know, like he's like, all I care about is the majors, you know, like he said that multiple times over his career where he's just like, you know, like I practice, like when I practice, y'all see me is when I'm practicing, you know, like he's not just this huge in love with golf. He's just this guy that was uber talented and he plays to make money essentially. Yeah. Well, the and thing is plays, like, he shows up in the majors because they're, the Major. majors. If um, if someone offered me a base contract of two hundred million dollars or more, I would definitely consider taking it. You know, like that that sets up your you, your your grandkids, your great grandkids. Sets up everybody. Uh, uh, yeah. Also, I mean, Brooks. Like, how much care is he going to give if they've already paid him? Like, that's he's fair. Just he's on the tour, he's like. not. He's not going to. He's just made, like he's going to have this contract, and then he's going to get the payout for whatever place he finishes each week. Which yep. I don't know. Having that big payday on Saturday might incentivize him to play even more. Fair. I mean, you know, to put, you know, to put more into it. It's only for what I guess he has seven events to play. Um, big story is with the how the PGA is uh, countering yeah. this. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like they're kind of starting their own just eight tournament tour with bigger buy-ins, twenty million dollar purse for eight tournaments. Looks like they're going to have a smaller field. It's going to be like the top players. Uh, no cuts. Take place in the fall. Um, so we'll see how that that turns out and if that helps or not. Also, well, Phil Mickelson is just not good at golf right now. No, he finished. He didn't make the cut. He was like, what, eight over? At least. Yeah. At least. Uh, for some reason, I think he was 11. I think it's 11. Yeah, JT but, finished seven over. Yeah, I mean, I know that. Phil's just not I mean, like the first live event. He was like ten over. I mean, he didn't do like he's just. I mean, that's how bad the live is right now. Though is they're paying that guy that much money, and he can't even be competitive. Like he's not yeah. competitive over there. He's absolutely not. But Will Zalatoris with yet another second place finish. That's his third second place finish since 2021. In a major. In second, yeah, in a major. 
So he finished second in the Masters in 2021, second in the PGA Championship in 2022, and second last week in the U.S. Open. So we'll see if he wins one. He's playing really good golf, even though, you know, he's doing everything to kind of prevent the yips, as my dad says. Um, Shout out to Father's Day. You know, Tommy Wilson, great man. Um, But, yeah, it, it was tough to see him finish second again. And I don't really like Matt Fitzpatrick. I just don't like his bone structure, the way his face is. Um, it just kind of puts me off. I don't know why. I just don't think he's a handsome feller. Um, so I just don't care about him winning. That doesn't do anything for me. I would have rather seen Zalatoris win. I would too. Or anyone else. I don't know why. I just don't really care for Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick is hitting the ball far. Um, his face structure. He's he – he didn't putt the ball well, which is crazy to say that he won this tournament without putting the ball well, but he gained a lot of – he was accurate off the tee and long off the tee, and then he hit a lot of greens. That's how you win tournaments, especially the U.S. Open. At one point, Rory was gaining like five strokes on the field on the greens. Well, Rory did what he did last major, where he was on fire for the first game – or for the first round, and the second and third he kind of disappeared. And then in the fourth, he just didn't do enough. So, Dude, golf is so hard, just such a mental test over four days, especially in the majors. It is. Yeah. And especially at that course, oh, it was playing so, so yeah. hard. What's crazy is it was June Saturday. and it was 58 degrees on Sunday. You know how hot it was in Texas on Saturday or on Sunday? 100. It was 102. Yikes. Um, I mean, the scores on Saturday were astronomical. Yeah. Like Colin Morcala, eight over. Tied mm-hmm. for the lead on, you know, after Friday, eight over on Saturday, out of, out of contention. Like, it was unreal how hard the course was. Right. But that's supposed to be. That's what we want. The U.S. Open supposed to be the most It's supposed to be the hardest. Day. Yeah. Which so. I kind of like. Yeah, oh, yeah. Me too. We got one more major, the British Open. I believe it's July 17th. I'll look it up. Uh, one of my current roommates roughly, is actually – That's roughly right. One of my current roommates is actually going – it's July 14th through 17th. One of my current roommates is actually going to the British Open. It's at St. Andrews, the birthplace of golf. Uh, Tiger Woods said after the Masters that he is certainly playing in this, so we should have him back. Um, but I'm excited for that. I, I love the St. Andrews course. It's awesome. It's got so much history. It's, it's kind of strange, so it'll be fun. My boss is going to the practice round, at least one practice round, maybe two. And it's a commitment to get there. So kudos to Wally for making the well, trip. Well, they're already going. Um, okay. I won him a trip, you know, to Europe through our company. So he get was going, you know, on a 10-day cruise in Europe anyways. Mm-hmm. It ends, and then they're going to the British Open. Like, it was that's, perfect that's, timing. That's pretty awesome. Speaking yeah. of uh, – Speaking of perfect timing, uh, the Ole Miss Rebels are getting hot at the perfect time in Omaha. And throughout the uh, college uh, tournament, the last team to get into the group is an at-large bid. Uh, Now has not lost a game the entire postseason, which if you told me that, like starting in the SEC tournament, I wouldn't have believed you. Um, Addison was actually in Omaha this weekend, so I'll kind of let him take point. Tell me about Omaha, the experience, the jello shots, just everything. Well, so first of all, Ole Miss is the only team in the NCAA tournament that has not lost a game at this point. That's correct. Um, in the whole tournament. Uh, right now, obviously, they're the unbeaten team on their on, in bracket two. Oklahoma's unbeaten in bracket one. So, rooting hard for Oklahoma to lose tomorrow to Texas A&M. 
Yeah. Um, and then I don't care who comes out after that, but we just need them to have one loss. And Ole Miss needs to win tomorrow. Auburn and Arkansas are on the TV behind me playing. Yeah. Um, one nothing in the first inning. Brady Moore is up to bat for Auburn. Um, yeah. We're That's rooting. I can tell you right now. I'm, I'm rooting for Auburn because I just don't think they're quite as good as Arkansas. But what I'm really rooting for is a 12 inning game where both teams score about 16 runs and they cool. use a lot of pitchers. And it doesn't. Arkansas, you, Arkansas used seven pitchers last night. Yeah, I want them to use seven yeah, pitchers tonight. No, I want Auburn to use seven pitchers tonight. Which, I mean, if you're Ole Miss, you're always worried about the third day starter. It hasn't been really consistent all season. But you're lucky that you're not playing tonight, wasting another arm. Like, Ole Miss is definitely going to be the fresher team tomorrow. Is it going to be Diamond? Is it going to be Washburn? Like, do, do we know who it's going to be yet tomorrow? So it could even be Gaddis. Uh, okay. A lot of guys think – I can't remember, but – Okay, so Arkansas is really bad against lefties, and Auburn's worse against righties. So there are people talking about, you know. Super dependent based off of this game. Yeah, throwing one of those two, depending on that, and then Diamond. I don't know. I'd probably have Diamond as a middle reliever. Let him pitch two innings. Right, just get through the rotation one, one and a half times, and then just say bye. So I was on a a walk this morning in between meetings, and this girl in an Arkansas hat, like a mom, like probably in her late 40s, early 50s, was walking to a coffee shop and she kind of like stopped for a second and pointed at me. And she was like pointing at my shirt because hotty toddy. And uh, she was like, I really kicked our ass last night. And I was like, Hey man, like I'm I'm rooting for y'all tomorrow or tonight. Like, please win. Like, good luck to y'all. And she was just like, man, you're a lot nicer than I thought you would be. And I was like, well, y'all humbled us several times. So we'll see what happens tomorrow. It was a girl in an Arkansas hat. An Arkansas hat. Yeah. So she was watching last night. That is a trash fan base. Let me tell you, Arkansas yep. <laughs> fans are the worst. The, the call of the hogs drives me absolutely insane whenever I hear it. Arkansas baseball fans are right up there with LSU football fans. That's a good Fun fact, I wanted to go to Arkansas at one point when I was looking at colleges, and my dad was like, no, because they say woo pick. I'm not even letting you go look at it. So I never yep. even applied. Yeah, well, I'm, yeah, I'm glad you didn't because I would have had a lot less respect for you if you went to Arkansas. <laughs> woo, well, I wouldn't know you guys. Woo, pig, uh, gross. What, uh, what about Addison? What are your thoughts on the the rest of the tournament, the field until next week when we're hopefully talking about Ole Miss contending for a national championship? What are you thinking? Um. Well. First of all, is Ole Miss is the odds-on favorite in Vegas right now, plus 125, to be the college baseball national champions. Um, I have the utmost confidence in the world in them at this moment, how they're swinging the bat, how their bullpen's pitching. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as they win Wednesday, I don't – if they win Wednesday, I don't think they lose in the tournament. I agree with that. I and, love Delusia. Delusia's playing need, awesome. And we, need, and we need Oklahoma to lose a game. But if you're running out Delusia and Hunter Elliott right now, I don't know if anybody's beating them along with the way we're swinging the bats. Yeah, so Hunter Elliott, he just reminds me of Tim – or not Tim Elko, excuse me, Doug McKaysey. Same, same number. He's got the flow, the long sleeves, the left-hander. Like, it's, it's like an actual clone. Dude. But he's, he's already made a name for himself also now. He has. He's yeah. Stuck. Also, um, in Omaha yesterday, it felt like 102 degrees, and our guy was out there in sleeves. Yeah. He's Utmost committed. respect. He is committed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Omaha is insane. It's like a Saturday college football atmosphere. 
outside really? the stadium, inside the stadium. The bars are popping. There's tents. People are tailgating. There's music. It is amazing. Tell um, us about the jello shot situation. So there's a bar right – I mean, there's two – there's three bars really right outside the stadium. And one of them is called Rocco's. And they have been doing for the past 11 years a jello shot challenge where you buy a jello shot, you know, and, you know, for your team, support your team. They put, you buy a jello shot, they put a number, they put a tally on the board for your team that you buy it for. Um, last year, Mississippi State set the record. The previous record was like 900 and something. Last year, State set the record like 2,900. Um, as of eight hours ago, the scoreboard was, so this was the Arkansas record. Arkansas was up like 11 200. Years, after 11 years, the highest record was set last year, 2,000 something, 2,900 and something. As of eight hours ago, just, you know, not this is day four of the tournament now. Day five of the tournament. Day five of the tournament, so we're halfway through, I guess. Arkansas, 6,526. Ole Miss, 5,428. So, as of, um, as of Saturday, I was doing the math on how much that bar made just after jello shots, and they're using, you know, bottom shelf vodka. And as of Saturday, they had made over $26,000 just off of Jello shots alone. Yeah. Well, they, they've purchased pre-made Jello shots. So, yeah, you know, they're those cheap ones. They taste disgusting. They're all sure they don't taste good at all. Um, last time I did the calculations, they had done over $50,000 in sales and the numbers have gone up since then. Like it's not crazy to think that they're going to make over $90,000 off of these Jello shots at the end of the tournament. And $90,000 is almost what they're going to pay in rent for the entire year, I feel like. If they want to make that much money, they're going to have to have Arkansas win tonight and beat Ole Miss tomorrow. Okay. Because those are the only two competing. I mean, like other, no one else has even hit 1,000. That's fair. 600. Um, whoever, whoever, I mean, if makes the championship series. If Arkansas wins – if Arkansas loses tonight, it's over. Ole Miss is going to surpass them in shots. Yep. Because they're going to be there throughout the weekend. Well, the winner of that side of the bracket is going to win the challenge. If Arkansas somehow wins two games against Ole Miss, they're going to win the challenge. Oh, yeah. 100%. 100%. I mean, it's – but if – so, I mean, it's just insane how much they're – so, I don't think they're going to get to 90,000 because one of these teams is about to be eliminated and they won't be competing against each That's other. Fair. For them. So, like, it won't, like – Arkansas won't still be going up at such a high rate. Ole Miss – Ole Misses will go up to surpass it, and then it'll probably slow down. Because at this point, it's just competition. People aren't even taking the jello shots. They're no. buying them, passing them out and whatnot. Um, but obviously, if Ole Miss is playing this weekend, Ole Miss fans are going to buy jello shots just to beat Just it. to win, yeah. And have that record. Uh, we definitely don't want Arkansas to have the record. But are we done I with think, baseball? Okay, go ahead. I think Oklahoma is also super hot. Um, they're, the, they're the second hottest team in baseball right now. I think them and Ole Miss would be a, a heck of a championship series. Right now, I think Ole Miss would have the nod. Um, if one of the teams loses tomorrow and the other one doesn't lose, that team will win the championship, though. If Ole Miss loses Wednesday um, and Oklahoma goes into the championship series undefeated, Oklahoma will win the championship. I really hope Ole Miss wins tomorrow. I had to change some plans around just so I can watch that game. Um, and, yeah. Uh, I don't think I can handle two games back to back of Ole Miss and an elimination. I can't. I just. I can't do that. I can't do it. No. Also, I'm. Uh, I mean, like, 
I already have an Airbnb book <laughs> in Omaha. Um, and I already have a caravan, uh, a carpool going. Um, I already have tickets. So I also need Ole Miss to win just because I want to get back to Omaha. Financially, time. you really want Ole Miss to win too. Yeah. Well, and it's Airbnb, not because of betting. Well, well the, the Airbnb can be booked, can be canceled, no charge. Okay. You can sell um, the tickets. Yeah. So financially, it's going to hurt if they go. Not Fair. if they don't go. I mean, if they don't go, I'm not losing any money. I don't have any money invested in it that yeah. can be returned to me. So. And that's Financing yeah. 101. With- yeah, so we're, we're trying really hard to be financially stable here on this podcast, as you've heard several times. So thank you, Addison, for sharing. Well, this is my financial advice. Um, if you have the opportunity to do a once-in-a-lifetime thing, get a credit card with no interest payments for the first year, use it for that once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, and then pay it off over the year. I I like my credit score where it is right now. So I don't and know if, if I want to do that. Well, if, you, if you pay it off, it's not going to hurt your credit score. Yeah, but score. you even okay. actually. I'm not going to get into this right now. Actually, it'll help your credit score because you'll have it increase your credit. Well, it, it also depends on what percentage you're using. Uh, I'm not going to get into it. I'm not even going to get into it. No, we're not. We're not talking about this right now. Um, you need a credit card. Anyway, I can also give you one. You could. State Farm. If anybody's going to Omaha this weekend, and which, college, speaking of which, I'm going to need drivers and renters insurance in the state of Alabama. So if you were to have an Alabama license or know someone that could help me, I'll reach out to you. Uh, I'm right there for you. I know I am, you are. I am licensed. Yeah. Good deal. I would love to be on your book of business. That would be amazing. We can do it. All right. Let's do it. I want 100, 300, 100 on auto, full coverage. I think you need 250, 500, 250. And a that's fair. That's a fair point. I don't really, I, I, okay. I understand the umbrella premise because then you get an extra 1 million in liability. Um, but I don't really have any assets that I could be convinced to do 250, 500, depending on the price. Cause I also work from home. So that's going to be a decrease in monthly p- payments, but you know, we'll talk later. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Maybe, maybe you could pitch me 250, We'll see. We'll have to see the price difference. <laughs> Let's see the price difference. Um, anyways, uh, we kind of touched on the NBA playoffs, Warriors one and six, Steph Curry finally wins a finals MVP, gets his fourth ring, um, against the Celtics, Jason Tatum actually only scored two points in the second half in game six. So he was a pretty much a ghost the entire postseason, not the postseason, but the final series. Um, Addison, you kind of hit the nail on the coffin. You said it, you felt decent about the Warriors in five, but really good about the Warriors in six. Kind of walk us through your thought process on that. Um, I just thought that the Warriors were going to be able to outlast them. I thought they were – I don't know if ne- necessarily they were the more talented team. They were definitely the more experienced, and the talent level was exactly yep. the same. Mm-hmm. Um, Celtics turned the ball over too, too many times um, throughout the series and even just early on in the playoffs. All the Celtics series went seven games. Warriors had an easier path. They were more rested. They Warriors had, never went to seven games the entire postseason. Steph Curry balled out. Um, well-deserving of the NBA Finals MVP. I agree. Uh, he's definitely – there's definitely an argument for him to be a top-10 all-time NBA player now. I think he I think he is a top-10 all-time player. Like, absolutely, 1,000%. Uh, I, I think you can definitely make the argument he's the second-best point guard to play in the NBA. Behind um, Magic Johnson? Behind Magic Johnson. He's okay. not – and he's not, you know, a traditionalist true point guard. He's no. 
more than a facilitator. But the but game's also that, changed significantly because the game's of also changed. He's changed the game, which yes goes to his legacy also. Um, and he's a scoring point guard. He's a new age point guard, and he's a, he's a baller. He he facilitates the offense. You know, most of the times down the floor, um, he can create his own shots. He gets other guys open. Um, I think I would even go as far now, looking back at it, hindsight's twenty twenty. I see what Kevin Durant does um, before Steph Curry, after Steph Curry. I think Steph Curry elevated Kevin Durant a lot too. Um, now looking back on Kevin it, Durant, I'm, won both of his rings because of the team he was on. Yeah, and I think and I think in large part to Steph Curry making helping him taking pressure off of him, off of him, well, yeah, creating shots. Kevin Durant at the, at the time you had three of the best shooters in the game on one team. Yeah, uh, you're Clay yeah. Thompson, Steph Curry, and Kevin Durant. So, like defensively, what do you even do with that? You know, you yeah. put your best defensive player on Kevin Durant because at the time Kevin Durant was the best player in the league. Maybe behind LeBron James, you can make an argument for that. And then that leaves, yeah. So you're you're totally right. Yep. So I think there's definitely an argument for Steph Curry, top ten all time player. Um, I think that's that's not even an argument. I think he is. Okay. And then there's definitely an argument from second best point guard all time. Magic Johnson has five thousand more assists, career assists than Steph Curry. I mean, yeah, there's Steph Curry's obviously the best shooter ever. Steph yep. Curry, and if Steph Curry had played the two, you know, he'd be a top six two all time if mm-hmm. he actually was a played shooting guard night in and night out. Um, I mean, yeah, he's 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 a baller. Well deserved. That was something some people thought, you know, as far as his legacy, he was missing that finals MVP. He really should have got it their first finals, um, but he has it now. So, when Fate of the Universe, Andre Iguodala got the finals MVP. Yeah. Well, there we go. Uh, Birch, you kind of want to talk about the NHL and your experience uh, for the game against the New York Rangers? Yeah, so I was able to go to game six um, of the conference finals um, against the Rangers for the Bolts, and it was probably one of the best games of my entire life. It was incredible. Um, We won four to two. We just, we played really well, um, and we knocked it out. I mean, we we were down the first few games in that series, um, and then came back and won game three, game four, game five, game six. So it was, it was just overall really good for us. Um, it was a close game, four to two. And um, I just, I mean, two to one, um, but it was just overall just, I like so many games have happened since that I can't even like focus on that one anymore, but um, overall great point. Didn't come in. He didn't play that game and McDonough was out for a little bit, but he came back in, which was, good because we were kind of nervous about that um but getting into what really matters which is the Stanley Cup finals um so typically um in lightning fashion we lose the first two games of pretty much I want to say every single round we've had so far um and so the avalanche is very 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 good they're really fast they know our weak points um and they've honestly been killing us so the first game um, it just, it was, it was a nightmare. Um, they, I think it was like three to two, they would score, they were up and then we, we were close, but we just, we couldn't, couldn't win second game. Um, we got absolutely demolished. It was the saddest game I've ever watched. 
I left early because I didn't even want to watch it anymore. We lost seven to zero. Um, I mean, within the first, they're the first team for like 20, 30 years that scored um, the highest amount in the first um, like 10 minutes of the game. They've scored like six times within this series. Um, so pretty impressive. I mean, they're really fast, so it makes sense. Um, and yeah, so we got cream seven to zero, but like we always do, we come back on game three. It was incredible. I was watching it on the flight. Um, and it was, uh, it was great. So I was kind of going in between Ole Miss and hockey, but I know no one really cares about hockey, but me, but go Bolts. So it was pretty exciting. Game four is tomorrow, Wednesday at seven o'clock in Tampa Bay. Um, I still think the Lightning is going to win in seven. I thought five originally, I think, but I think the Lightning has proven they can overcome adversity. So I think they're going to win in seven. I hope so. We'll see. But I'm hoping six, but honestly, like Colorado is so good. So I just, I have no idea, but I will. Does Wesley Rule have a girlfriend? Who? Wesley Rule. Does he have a girlfriend? I think so. She's cute. Thomas, um, should we call him? And yeah, I think know, you should call him. I don't. I don't think we should call Wesley Rule. Oh, he posted her on Facebook though. He did post a picture with a girl on Facebook. Uh, I wonder if he's going to Omaha this weekend. I'll have to ask him. I wonder he's if he's probably Bert, too I'm, busy. I'm not Bertie. I wonder if Mary Chosen is going to Omaha this weekend. I hope so. She's watching right now, so she should I, respond. I hope she's going to Omaha this weekend. Should we FaceTime her in? We could. We could, ta- we could, uh, I could strap her on the hood of the car and she can ride with us. Who else riding with you, Addison? Uh, William Halalama. Are you going Malama. to Omaha? James Ray. Yes. Oh, hi. Hello. Podcast. Hello. Uh, she is going to Omaha. She's going to Omaha. She's taking her boards on Friday. Um, and then Ooh. we're gonna play by ear how the rebels are doing. Then. Oh gosh. Okay. Okay. I forgot so, your test is coming up. You're um, gonna kill it. You're gonna knock your test out of you the park. You got it. Addison, you got it, they're hyping you up. They said you got Cho, it. Cho, Cho, it's it's already predestined. You're gonna rock it. It's gonna be okay. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Hey, I have if I have any confidence in anyone right now, it's you. Okay, you absolutely got it. Thomas, I appreciate it. Thank you. Yep, of course. Love you, Cho. (laughs) I'll call you later. (laughs) He's good. Addison, Addison, I'm really, I'm really thinking about it. I need to go. You should go. I need, I need to go. I need to go. Everybody's going. It's not even that. It's just almost is potentially going to be an national championship. Well, moving, moving can wait. Moving can wait. I'm going to go. I'm going to do it. Virgin. Addison. I'm not going. <laughs> you don't know what you're going to miss? I, I would be a bandwagon fan if I showed up there because I do not watch baseball that often. And you're almost like, alone. Yeah, but like it feels like I'm a fake fan because I barely went to any baseball games during college. And I feel like everybody there is so diehard that I would just be embarrassing myself. So if we, if, if we lose the jello shot challenge by like two, I'm putting it all on you. 
Hey, I'm I've been to Addison and Mary Morgan on Saturday. If it's, Nine dollars to get two two Jello shots for me. If, I don't know if, if they took them, but they have nine dollars in Addison's bank account. If the Jello shot is that close, where it's two, somebody's going to buy three Jello shots to beat on. Yeah, them. that's fair. Yeah, I think it was just. Anyways, we've out. we've covered all the the sports, the hockey, the, the baseball, the golf. We've kind of covered all our bases here. Um, Virtue, do you have any? Do you have any closing remarks, or Virtue, do you have any trivia for us? No, but I have a story, kind of. Okay, tell us. Tell the story. Trivia. Um, so I guess it's not that funny, but I'll show you all the picture. So I went to the mall with my mom, and we were in Sephora. Do you guys know what Sephora is? Yeah, it's a makeup store for ladies. Bingo. So right now, all the rage is like lip plumpers, you know, getting lip filler, whatever. So for people that don't want Botox, you get this like lipstick, it like makes your lips tingle a little bit and like makes them swell a little bit. I don't really know if it works or not, but I found this Too Faced one and it said maximum plumper. And so I was like, oh, like I'll just put it on. So I put it on and I was like, dang, like this is really working. And so I was like, I almost like immediately like got in line was going to buy it. And then I was like, dang, it's like really working. Like my lips are actually changing colors. Like I was, they were getting like oh, no. more red. Oh no. It's like, like, wow. And then I also have really sensitive skin. So I was like, you know, I'm always like, don't need to be putting random makeup on my face, especially things that other girls have like used because I'm you know, infection and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I'm like, this is like, I don't know if this is good. And I start noticing it like goes down my face and then I like take it off and like, it still continues to like swell. So like around my face starts turning red and we eventually leave and it's still swelling, but I have a picture and I'm pretty sure I'm allergic to it. It's not that crazy, but. Oh my God. <laughs> it's so pretty that's crazy but like basically like my whole entire like all around here started turning red and i was just walking around the mall anyway it was embarrassing but it was funny and i learned my lesson so that was my my story well so we're glad you're better now the takeaway is don't try and lip plumper at okay. i was i was thinking about it but thank you for telling me not to <laughs> yeah <appreciate it. laughs> But yeah, so that's my story. I think Addison really hated it, but. All right. What are your thoughts on Derek Jeter? The guy that cheated from the Rays. I don't, I don't like Derek Jeter. Didn't he cheat on his You don't wife? like him because you're a Red Sox fan. But yeah. put away the Red Sox blinders. What are your thoughts about Derek Jeter? Are we talking about him as a player? Or are we talking about him as a person? As a player. I could care less about how he is as a person. I don't think he's that. Uh, I'm not getting into it. <laughs> I think I think his walk off versus the Orioles in his last game in Yankee Stadium was scripted. The Orioles were already out of playoff contention and they wanted to like find a way for the captain or whatever they called him to have like one last thing. All right, next question. So, example, Steve Kerr um has some pretty crazy political things. Does stuff like that in sports affect who you root for? Okay. I agree with that. 
Would you like? So would you root against Steve Kerr because he's a big masker? I mean, so was the Celtics coach. But so you don't let that affect your opinion of who you root for? I think it's dependent. Um, like if I already have like a pre like view of somebody, then anything they do that I disagree with is going to be even more enforced, which is probably, you know, very sinful and I shouldn't do that, but that's just human nature. Um, so I guess it just depends. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that. So my take is I don't let it affect how I root for a team. So like, let's just say, I had a, fa- a favorite NFL team and Colin Kaepernick was on it. I would not root for that team because Colin Kaepernick was on there. But Colin Kaepernick's the scum of the earth piece of shit, and I would root every day for his ACLs to break. It is tough with professional leagues when, like, you know, someone gets drafted or someone gets traded to your favorite team that you're not a huge fan of. So – like if I'm trying to think of someone I can't stand in the NBA, um, I think I, I feel like I can still root against one player or coach, but it wouldn't change my opinion on the team. Okay, so if like Manny Machado was traded to the Red Sox, which he never will be because he's hated by Boston, I would have a really hard time rooting for Manny Machado, but I'd still root for the Red Sox. Yeah, because he literally, I, I'm yeah, I hate Manny Machado. All right, Birchie. If. Adolf Hitler played for uh, the Bolts. Uh, the Bolts. Would you still root for the Bolts? I don't know. It'd be like really hard. Um, maybe. No, I don't know. Just got to think about it. Do y'all have a lot of foreigners in St. Petersburg? Mm, no. I was just curious. I don't really know anyone that lives in St. Petersburg anymore. But that yeah, she's a Nashville rat. She's a resident of Tennessee now. So. Yeah. I am. Do you have the driver's license to prove it? Yeah. Fancy. I have a Tennessee license plate and and you made the license plate she did i did not my company did no birchie made the license plate in tennessee so if you're in tennessee and you like your license plate it's birchie if you don't like it then it's not her yeah yeah well do you dip your do do you dip your cookies in milk or just chase the cookies with milk it depends on the cookie. If it's Oreos, I dip. If it's like a chocolate chip cookie, I won't usually dip. But I'll have like a glass of milk. I don't like Oreos. I like Oreos. My dad loves Oreos, so it's probably because of him. But, you know. I like uh, like cookies and cream ice cream, but I don't oh. like Oreos by themselves. I don't hate it. I just don't prefer it. Oh, I What's mean, like, I- what is your preferred ice cream? Mint chocolate chip. Mint chip's pretty good. You're mint chocolate chip too? I love mint chip. It's so good. So good. But I'm also lactose intolerant, so. Everyone is to an extent. It's true. Your body, the human body is not made to digest lactose. 
Wow. It's bad for you. Yep. Well, well, any more closing thoughts? Arkansas is up one nothing in the top of the third. Uh, so, winner of this game, Arkansas versus Auburn plays Ole Miss tomorrow. Other than that, nothing. Well, hottie toddy and go Volts. And thanks for listening, everybody. Um, you can <laughs> you can find us on Instagram, Twitter. Spotify, whatever you want, honestly. And if we're not on there, let us know and we'll reach out to you and get that fixed. Um, thank you and have a good night.